good, baby, yeah, it's time to go. Come and kick it with the host with the most mojo. Got the number one daily podcast in the game. MC Matty Pace, I came to entertain. Your one-stop shop for everything dope. Make you laugh, make you think, and I'll even give you hope. So while you laid back with your phone in your palm, subscribe and log on, MattyMoShow.com. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show, the host, the most mojo. Kicking off episode 894, ladies and gentlemen. That's right, episode 894. Ready to brighten up your day with good vibes galore. But if this is, however, your first time tuning into the Maddie Mo Show, thank you for lending me your ears and attention. Second off, hop into the iTunes podcast section where you can subscribe to the Maddie Mo Show and have every episode up there for free listening down loud now. But without any further ado, it is my distinct honor and pleasure to deliver straight to you episode 8. 94, where I am gonna give you a whole bunch of good vibes galore. Why? Because it is none other than Sunye Inspirations, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Hello and welcome to this week's iconic edition of Sunye Inspirations, where, as always, I have some positive, inspiring, impacting, and empowering feel good news stories that you will not hear anywhere else. I guarantee it. All the stories for tonight's epicast are brought to you by goodnewsnetwork.org, so be sure to go on and check them out. But without any further ado, Let's jump into the first story of the night now, shall we? Because these three stories were all hand-selected and picked by my lovely Spanish mommy. That's right, I gave her the reins today, folks. You know what I'm saying? I said, mommy, pick out three stories that you want to hear Poppy do later on tonight. And she did, and I think you guys are going to enjoy them. So let's get into it. One of the things that really gets to me is people littering. And for some odd reason, we have so much of that still happening until this very day, especially in our our oceans. I mean, it's disgusting. We have so much litter in our oceans. I just, it, it grosses me out. But thanks to this group, the ocean is a lot cleaner and a lot better now. And the pictures will leave you in shock. But enjoy our first story of the evening entitled Hawaii Group Sets Record for Largest Haul of Plastic Removed from the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, published by Good News Network, June 26, 2020. Ocean Voyages Institute says it made history this week, returning to the port of Honolulu Tuesday after successfully removing 103 tons of fishing nets and consumer plastics from the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. It more than doubled its own record-setting results from a 25-day stint last year during this 48-day expedition. And Mary Crowley, the group's founder and executive director, says they are headed back to sea in two days to collect more debris. I am so proud of our hardworking crew, says Crowley. We exceeded our goal of capturing more than 100 tons of toxic consumer plastic and derelict ghost nets. And in these challenging times, we are continuing to help restore the health of our ocean, which influences our own health and the health of the planet. Known as the Ghost Net Buster, Mary Crowley is renowned for developing effective methods to remove significant amounts of plastics out of the ocean, including 48 tons, which is 96,000 pounds, for all of you that don't know, of plastic during two ocean cleanup voyages in 2019, including one that scooped up nets that had trapped garbage around the Hawaiian Islands. Even though beach cleanups are the most efficient way to collect trash, ocean cleanup intercepted 
protecting it before it comes to the shore is very important, Dr. Nikolai Maximenko of Float Echo told GNN during a Zoom press briefing. Nothing can replace the effort in the ocean. Aboard their cargo ship, the team has been using GPS satellite tracker since 2018, designed with the help of engineer Andy Cybrandi of Pacific Gyre Inc. Crowley's theory proved successful that one tracker can lead to many nets. The ocean frequently sorts the floating debris so that a tagged fishing net can lead to other nets and a density of debris within a 15 mile radius. We are utilizing proven nautical equipment to effectively clean up the oceans while innovating with new technology, says Crowley in a media release. Ocean Voyages Institute has been a leader in researching and accomplishing ocean cleanup for over a decade, granted with less fanfare and attention than others, but with passion and commitment and making meaningful impacts. Ocean Voyages Institute unloaded the record-breaking haul of ocean plastic debris this week while docked alongside Pierre. 29, thanks to the support of Honolulu-based Matson in preparation for recycling and proper disposal. The team is committed to 0% ending up in any landfill and is sending the sorted debris to recycling companies to be turned into insulation, energy, and etc. In keeping with our commitment to environmental stewardship, Matson has been searching for a way to get involved in cleaning up the Pacific, said Matt Cox, chairman and CEO. We've been impressed with the groundbreaking effort efforts of Ocean Voyages Institute and the progress they've made with such a small organization, and we hope our support will help them continue this important work. The sailing cargo vessel SVKWAI left the Hawaiian port of Hilo on May 4th after a three-week self-imposed quarantine period to ensure the health of crew members in the face of the COVID-19 pandemic. The GPS satellite tracking beacons are being placed on fishing nets by volunteer yachts and ships. Ocean Voyage Institute is launching a second voyage that will depart in two days to continue cleanup of the area, but its length between 25 to 30 days will be determined by donations and fundraising. You can donate by check, PayPal, or other method on their website. Our goal is to have another three to four boats working next year, all bringing in large cargoes of debris. Crowley, who spends most of the year in Sausalito, California, told GNN by phone. We have vessels wanting to help clean up, so right now we can begin to make a big change because our solutions are scalable. Over the long term, they are aiming to expand to other parts of the world desperately needing cleanup help so that abandoned fishing nets will never again entangle or harm a whale, dolphin, turtle, or reef. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our first story of the night provided to you by the lovely Spanish mommy. I hope she enjoyed it as much as you guys enjoyed it. I know I did, and that just makes me so happy. I definitely hope that they get the funding that they are looking for and even more than that because man like I said there's so much trash in the ocean and these people are doing a heck of a job by cleaning it up so shout out to them and I can't wait to hear about the next one but now it is time for our next story and this one right here man will definitely inspire you and just go to show that you don't need to have a million dollars to make a change in the world you just need a group of friends and some creativity like our next group so enjoy 
enjoy our next story entitled, Nine-Year-Old and Friends Have Raised $100,000 for African-American Businesses Selling Homemade Bracelets, published by Good News Network, June 23rd, 2020. Some unlikely heroes in Minneapolis have raised $100,000 to support black-owned businesses and neighborhoods, and they're only nine years old. It all started one day when Cameron Johnson and five of her friends were bored, so in order to have a little bit of fun, they had the bright idea to sell some bracelets. Rather than just keep the money for themselves, Cameron's mom suggested it would be nice to do something positive for others, and the kids agreed. Cameron and Friends Bracelets for Unity and Justice was born. The kiddos hoped to make a small impact with their enterprise, but since May 30th, these altruistic children have managed to raise almost $100,000. Just in time for Father's Day in the US, Cameron's dad is super proud. She made over $800 in her very first day, her dad, former NFL player Ron Johnson, told WCCO News. She has blisters on her fingers now. She's been working hard. Small business owners in Minneapolis have been hit hard in recent months. First, the coronavirus pandemic shut them down for more than a month. Then violence following the death of George Floyd resulted in damage and looting. The money raised by Cameron and her friends will deliver welcome aid to those trying to get back on their feet. Even though the bracelets cost $5, people have paid $20, $50, even $100 to support the cause. In addition to selling bracelets, each woven with different colors, they have collected online donations on a GoFundMe campaign that has tallied $46,000. A portion of the money raised will go towards providing food and household supplies to those in need. Beneficiaries include the Sanctuary Covenant Church's food drive and the Kyle Rudolph food drive and supply drive. What Ron is most proud of, though, lies beyond the world of good his daughter and her friends have done for local businesses and charities. They've managed to get people talking about things that matter. Day after day, we're having impactful conversations with so many people, Ron told CNN. So many of our community members have come by to drop off supplies or just talk about things like racism and injustice, stuff that we don't talk about very often, Ron said. It just goes to show that even in times of adversity, we can all make an impact and do our part to create a better world, and children can be the exceptional example. When I'm older, I want to help people in need, Cameron said, just like I'm doing now. So there you have it. Like I said, man, you don't need to be a millionaire to make a change. Sometimes you just need to be nine-year-old and get a couple of friends. You know what I'm saying? But there you have it, our second story of the night, and an absolutely beautiful one. If you want to go check out that GoFundMe page, by the way, I can give you the link to this story, or you can go find it yourself on goodnewsnetwork.org. Go to the title, which one more time is nine-year-old and friends have raised $100,000 for African-American businesses selling homemade bracelets, and scroll through the article where you'll find the link to their GoFundMe. But there you have it, an absolutely beautiful show, and now it is time to put the icing on the cake with our third and final one, and this one right here, if you watch the video, man, it is it is just so touching, it's amazing, and it's pretty dope. So here you are, the last story of the night entitled, Good Samaritans Use CPR to Revive Baby Deer Found Floating in the Middle of a Lake, published by McKinley Corbley, June 11th, 2020. 
These good Samaritans are being hailed as heroes after they used CPR to save the life of a baby deer they found drifting in a Texas lake last week. Brian Ballard and his wife Liz had been out boating on Lake Tyler when they saw something floating in the water. Although they initially suspected it to be a dead fish, they were shocked to find that it was actually a fawn. As the Ballards stopped their boat and pulled the lifeless critter onto the deck, a young man named Ashton Bird noticed the commotion from his own boat and decided to investigate. Upon discovering that the Ballards had rescued the baby deer from the water, Bird jumped into action. It seemed dead, but it had life in its eyes, Bird told KETK. So I killed the boat and took off my shirt and jumped over to their boat. Bird and Ballard then took turns administering CPR to the fawn for several minutes until finally it regained its breath and shakily stood to its feet. After successfully reviving the deer, Bird brought it to a wildlife rehabilitation clinic for treatment. Since Mrs. Ballard uploaded a video of the heroic rescue to Facebook last week, it has racked up more than 90,000 views from social media users praising the group for their heroism. Not only that, the wildlife specialists say that the deer is making a speedy recovery and getting stronger with every passing day, and it's all thanks to Bird and Ballard's life-saving actions. So there you have it, our third and final story of the night. Like I said, man, what a sweet one, and what a great way to end it, because man, that video if you go on to goodnewsnetwork.org and check it out or maybe you will come across it on Facebook but watching this baby deer come back to life through the actions of those two people just administering CPR man it's just it's so touching and it's so awesome you know so you can head to the goodnewsnetwork.org to see it for yourself but there you have it ladies and gentlemen our three stories chosen by my lovely Spanish mommy I hope you enjoyed them and now it is time for our quote of the day compliments of the good news network and this week's is what sunshine is to flowers, smiles are to humanity. The good they do is inconceivable. And that was said by Joseph Addison. But now it is time for the final thoughts. So stick around because that is coming at you live in three, two, one. Let's get it. Just like the young girl Cameron who made the bracelets father said in our second story of the night, in times of adversity, we can all make an impact and do our part to create a better world. Be the example and the change you wish to see, because once you start living selflessly and giving back, you'll slowly stumble upon a world of change and even your purpose. If you can't find a solution, don't hesitate to create one. Life has a funny way of teaching us how to better ourselves and the ones around us, but it's not until you start living differently that you'll get to experience it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so thank you so much for coming by, rocking out with me for this week's Sunday Inspirations. Once again, shout out to the beautiful Spanish mommy for picking these ones out, and I hope you guys enjoyed them because I know I definitely did. So thank you once again for stopping by and rocking out with me another successful week in the books, and don't forget to tune back in tomorrow where I definitely got the heat to kick off your week, but as for right now, this is Maddie Pace coming at you live from the Maddie Mo Show the host, the most mojo, saying one life, one love, I'm out.